Oh my, oh my, Town Hall 14 is here, and we are going to discuss it, the good and the bad. Welcome to Clash Tips. I'm Tip Dog 20. I have some amazing hosts with me today. I want you to meet them all, most definitely. Uh, why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves? Uh, Zena, why don't you go first? Hello, Tip. Thanks for having me again. Uh, and Zena <laughs> with the Iron Wolves and another clan called Not in the Face. And excited to be here today. Hizzle. Hi, Tip. I am Hizzle. And I am in Sons of Gun, formerly with Xena in and you in Iron Wolves. Happy to be here. So what town halls do you guys war at? What what do you play at, Xena? So right now I'm still playing on my 13 if I do a regular war, but more to come later. I did uh, push the magic button. To... <laughs> but we'll talk about that later. Definitely. Hizzle, what, what town halls do you uh, play at? Uh, I'm a crazy person and have five accounts. Um, <laughs> I have a, a 14 that was max 13 for quite some time before the release. Mm-hmm. And then a 13, 12, 11, and eight that eventually is going to be a 10. Definitely. Do you have a purpose for those accounts? Like, do you want to play league with those? Do you want to max all of them? Like, why do you have five accounts? So. I fell in love with Town Hall 11, and mm-hmm. when my account was ready to go past 11, I was like, I need to make another one so that I can keep a permanent 11. And now it's kind of evolved into having one of each Town Hall of the top five Town Halls. That's actually my goal as well. I have five accounts myself. I have a Town Hall 12, uh, I have a Town Hall 11, I have a Town Hall 10, and then about a month ago, I started a new Town Hall, which is at Town Hall 7, and then I started a fifth. Because I want to be just like Hizzle. <laughs> and that one's a Town Hall 6. So my main account, of course, is called TipDog20. But my other four accounts, because I'm such a huge nerd, are named after Star Trek references. So I'll start from the bottom first. My, my bottom account, which is a Town Hall 6, is Mr. Spock. My next one up is Captain Picard. <laughs> the next one up is, uh, this is a little obscure reference. I'm not sure if you guys are going to get it or not. But it's NCC. 1701D. Any guesses as to what that is? That's the whole number of the Enterprise. Oh, boom. You are good. <laughs> <laughs> My wife is sitting right here and I knew that she could get it, but I didn't know if anybody else was trekky enough to get it. And then the next one is Board Cube, just because I, I wanted to strike fear in my enemies whenever they saw Board Cube coming in to attack their base. So that's the reason You're why gonna I You're going to assimilate them? I'm going to assimilate their base. Nice. <laughs> uh, we have one more super important, important host with us today. It's my beautiful wife, Meg, also known as Tips Girl in Game. Why don't you tell us where you are in the game? Hey, I'm a Town Hall 8, and I'm currently with um, Kent Greenhouse, working on moving up to a 9. Yeah. Do you have any specific goals, timeline, anything like that? Um, just a few more upgrades before max out my eight, before I'm ready to move on to a nine. So I'd say a few more weeks. Yeah. She's been coming to me asking for advice on attacks. And I know that um, she's had a lot of help in the clan trying to learn how to three star. What uh, troop strategies, what attack strategies have you been using? Uh, mainly drag wound attacks. And then um, Butters has helped me with some uh, hog rider attacks. Getting to be a hog master? Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's go. We're going to actually talk about Town Hall 14 this episode. Before we do that, uh, Meg's actually going to give us the news of what's going on in Clash of Clans. Um, Clash of Clans has introduced Town Hall 14 to the game. The theme is Aztecian with green and purple colors. Lots of new levels and features have been added to the game as well, which we'll discuss in this episode. Don't forget to complete the Epic Jungle Challenge for two builder potions. Ads from Clash of Clans on YouTube show a new jungle background that might be offered in future updates. 
keep your eyes out in the game for that announcement and your ears tuned in here for any news. We just completed a giant event where you were able to use six giants in a successful attack to gain one resource potion. That's the pink one, wink, wink. Small <laughs> Brawl is the current event where you use one super minion in a successful attack 10 times to gain a super potion. That's the orange one with the skull. Discount Brewery is a fun way to try out new spells if you haven't yet. Enjoy all spells at an 80% discount so you go have some fun, Harry Potter. <laughs> the clan alternate attacks had their first Town Hall 14 war versus the clan Zepto. ATN took the win at a 14-13 win with several interesting attacks and a nice look at pros using new hero pets. For more info on this war and other ATN activity, check out Lady B on YouTube and Twitch. Clash World starts off in just a few weeks. Watch high-level players take on each other in epic battles featuring some of the top clans in the game. Clash World's warm-up happens in March and narrowed the pool of clans from 26 down to 8, with those clans winning their share of $40,000 prize pool. Up next, an opportunity to gain a piece of the $1 million prize. Listen here for updates. And that's the news. Back to you, Tip. <laughs> Perfect. Great. Good job for our first time. Have to admit, very, very good job. She's so nervous that I, I wanted her to give her something that she could just read because she feels like she doesn't know a lot about Clash. I, I know people who listen to the podcast are, are just starting. And so her experience is extremely valuable. I mean, I, I'm sure you guys can remember when you first started, right? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, how difficult Absolutely. it was. Yeah. How long have you guys been playing actually? I started playing when it first came out. So it was that 2012 is when Clash of Clans came out. Okay. What about you, His? I started in 2014, uh, very, very casually. So uh, played with some family members. Did you uh, start before or after Clan Wars came it was out? After Clan Wars. Okay. And I was around the same time. I, I started in June, I think, of 2014. <laughs> Uh, Clan Wars had just started and it was all the rage. Town Hall 9 was all the rage back then. So yeah, definitely. But today, all the rage is Town Hall 14. But before we talk about Town Hall 14 and the surprises that Xena has for us, did anybody <laughs> complete the last Town Hall 13 challenge or the new Epic Jungle challenge? Any of you guys do that? I sure did. Yeah. Did you three-star it? I did. Um, I'm the type of person that goes out and looks for additional resources before I try something. And mm -hmm. so I'd seen, I believe it was Judo Sloss video saying, do it this way and it'll, it'll get done. Yeah. He always puts so out some I good used ones. His strategy. Yeah. He, he does some good ones. I, th I know one hive Eric puts out some good ones. Um, carbon fin typically puts a good one out. Itsu typically puts a good one out and a few others. Uh, Zena, did you yeah. do it? I did. And this is, I, <laughs> this is how I did it. I pushed go and then i decided to look at what troops i had available to me so it was <laughs> so i'm it was really funny and i was like why do i have two healers <laughs> it was a it was a hot mess and i randomly i think i had like two clone spells that you could use mm -hmm. and yeah. i somehow managed to drop them on my healers and clone the healers and got lucky i got two stars on my first try and called it a day i said oh wow it's perfect not too shabby so <laughs> but but i i uh at the end i had you know like eight barbarians left over and i just kind of dumped them it was a it was a mess but i still had fun with it yeah uh, meg did you do the the epic jungle challenge i did also yes yeah i didn't know what half of the other troops were i didn't know about the cloning potion because that's all new to me yeah uh what were some of the uh, there's some other stuff that you were asking me about that 
you had never really seen before. It was the Grand Warden. Mm -hmm. You had never seen the Grand Warden or the Royal Champion. So what did you do whenever you attacked it? I needed to do a Queen Walk with healers. <laughs> so I got two stars. Although a Queen Walk with two he healers just isn't isn't the best but that's what i did as well i'd normally do a queen walk with five healers so i guess supercell shorted us whenever they did that attack made us be a little more creative well if you were able to three star it then uh supercell awarded us with two blue builder potions i've already put one of those to good use i was um an hour-long boost session earlier this afternoon with megan and i i was almost done with my grand warden and so i put that sucker on boost and then I had enough elixir to be able to put him down again so he's going to 36 I think or 37 so getting close getting close nice so let's go ahead and touch on the new supercell games a little bit clash quest is live in the Scandinavian countries Zena are you familiar with the new uh, clash quest game at all I I watched a video this morning from a gentleman in Denmark is number one in the world in that game right now Oh, interesting and so he was giving his thoughts on on how to play obviously it's not available here yet but basically what he was describing was it's it's luck based in a lot of ways mm -hmm. um and the other key that he took away was you have to kind of pay if you want to advance and so that's mm -hmm. that's one thing that can be a little bit annoying in a game is you just you can't really make any big advancement without playing uh, paying for it so that's mm -hmm. one of the things he said but it's pve so you're not playing versus anybody so the way that clash plans is in a lot of ways you basically, you move up a map. It's like little islands and you move up a map for increasingly difficult levels. And it almost looks like a chessboard the way it's laid out. Mm -hmm. It seems interesting. I'll probably try it. But that was kind of the takeaway that he had uh, given in his really fun accent uh, on YouTube. I, I looked at it and it looked very similar to Candy Crush. I've mm -hmm. granted that's just kind of at a first look. I know that you kind of match, mix and match your troops. And if you mix and match them in the right way, then they can destroy defenses. Hizzle, have you played around with it at all or looked at any of the YouTube videos? I haven't, but I'm very interested. It sounds pretty neat. The I guess the only thing that I am disappointed in is the the play to win aspect. Or I'm sorry, pay to win aspect. I, I play Clash Royale for a long time and it just grew too frustrating because the only way that you could really move up the ladder is if you paid to get better to get better cards uh, and the cool thing about clash is this never really felt like pay to play of course we're all adults we've all spent a little money in clash of clans some of us more than others it's never felt like in order for me to be competitive i i would have to pay a lot of money to do so supercell seems to be taking on other games uh, that have similar themes with games that are already on the market i know that tower defense games are super popular and supercell is not taking up a tower defense game i played a lot of tower defense games before i played clash do you guys think that there might be a possibility that they may do a tower defense clash themed tower defense game in the future? I, I wouldn't put it past them. I, I think they're very creative in the way that they come out with new content. So, you know, if the trend is a type of tower a gameplay, I, I definitely see them coming out with something like that. Yeah. What do you think, his? I agree. I don't put anything past them. Is Clash Royale a tower defense game? I guess I don't understand that terminology. So Clash Royale is is a game uh, kind of similar to Hearthstone in a way where players have uh, cards, a deck of cards. And then uh, Clash Royale is a real-time game where you are playing those cards. And whenever the cards are played on the game board, a troop pops out and then each player has towers on their side. So the troop walks over to the other, the opponent's side towers 
and then takes on and tries to take down their towers with that troop. At the same time, your opponent is putting down his troops and his troops are walking to your side of the map. So it's kind of a, it's a strategy game based on who can place their troops down in the exact right place with the most advantage in order to take down their opponent's towers. So it's, it's a little bit different. When I think of a, a tower defense game, I think of something where you have a road in the center of a map and then you place different types of towers, different types of stationary troops that can take on whatever enemy is coming out. I'm familiar with Clash Royale. I just didn't know if that was an example of oh, tower defense Oh, okay. Games. Yeah, yeah. I see. So it does have towers, but uh, Kingdom Rush is an example of a tower defense game or like Plants versus Zombies. I'm not sure if you've heard of Plants mm. versus uh, Zombies at I all. Have. But I that, was actually uh, going to just bring up uh, Plants versus Zombies as something Supercell should knock off. I mean, it's a great game. <laughs> it, it has a huge following. And it's a lot of fun. Popcap won't mind. They should do a Clash of Clans character, but do it as Plants versus Zombies. <laughs> well, I'm curious. What what do you think characters they would use for the for the map for the board? Well, I mean, all I'd... the ones that we love, and that like the witch would be fun. That would be uh, fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. could pop up on one of the little squares and then have little uh, skellies, little Larrys that come out from them. Yeah. Exactly. They're going to really listen cool. to this podcast and make one. I'm sure. <laughs> well. So, and I'm thinking too, that they can make it almost double tower defense. So you could have tower defense where you place defenses on your side. So you have expos, you have mortars, you have archer towers that you place, and then you have the bad guys coming on the other side. But then also you could almost have a two player where you're also, I guess that that kind of in a way uh, matches Clash Royale, where you're placing troops down to go to their side as well. Mm -hmm. But I just know I see this, I see this trend of Supercell producing games because obviously they want to make money. And so these are the games that are out in the community now that are super popular. And I I don't see why they wouldn't take a stab at it. You know, Clash is a theme that everybody knows and loves. If they can make money off of making a game that's similar with maybe a little bit of a twist off of it, then why wouldn't they do that? Right. Because they did Heyday and Heyday's, you know, a lot like Farmville would be. So, you know, they kind of do get out of the box a little bit. Yeah. I know another thing, though, is they've always been really careful about in the past. They've always been very careful about only producing games, bringing them to market that are going to do well, because I know that they've started games and then ended up killing them after a, either a poor beta experience or similar. I don't know. It's just something to think about. Hiz, you have any other thoughts on that? Not really. Um, it's definitely interesting to think about, though. I did see the the sneak peek of the three games that they were releasing. I thought it was an April Fool's joke, even though it was released <laughs> on April 2nd. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess it's real. Yeah, so you're talking about the Clash Pets, you mean? No, they did a, a news release or a video. Oh, of actually to Town Hall yeah, 14. One... No, one was Clash Quest. They have three new games that are coming out. And oh, right, right, right. One is the Clash Quest, and then there's two more. I don't remember the name, their names, but they're coming out with two, two additional ones. So that'd be really cool. I also thought it'd be cool if they came out with a Clash version of Angry Birds. Yes. That would be really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Meg, you played Angry Birds, right? Not very much. No? Well, what 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 games have you played? Mobile games, other than Clash. Candy Crush. Candy Crush. <laughs> <laughs> have you played anything else? I'm trying to think. No. I tried um, Hearthstone a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Hearthstone was good. So I was thinking if they did Angry Birds, they could have some really cool characters. So they could have maybe a flying archer that shoots arrows as she flies over the buildings. Or what I think would be really cool is if they had the wizard. So you put the wizard in the slingshot, and then as the wizard flies, you press the screen, and his hair poofs out. 
And yes. <laughs> whenever it does that, <laughs> it destroys whatever defenses it lands on. I think that would be perfect. Or the golems could be like massive rocks and they like really like knock over any building that they are flung into. <laughs> That's a good idea. Or because mm-hmm. I know golems break up. Oh, his, can you think of any ideas that would be great for like an Angry Birds themed clash game? So many options. There are. Uh, I really like your whiz. Uh, <laughs> you like my whiz? <laughs> <laughs> your wizard hair my wizard hair well so just just to be up front i'm actually bald so i i'm super jealous of anybody who has nice hair (laughs) that makes sense i'm I'm right there with you (laughs) pound it so let's talk about this update obviously it's huge but the big question is has xena pushed the button to town hall 14 you know what? And I'm supposed to be retired and uh, it didn't happen. So <laughs> I woke up early one morning and I, I logged in and it said big update, wait 20 minutes. And I was like, oh my God, it's here. And so I, I hit refresh every 10 minutes until I could finally, it was ready. <laughs> uh, and of course they were like an hour late. There's always some bugs so that they'll, they'll shut it down. They're like, just kidding. It's not a couple minutes. It's not five minutes, y'all. It's it's another 45. I pushed the button the instant it was time. I had a ton of tokens from CWL because mm-hmm. the account that I had had, which is named Skipper, has been maxed for so long. I've had nothing to use my tokens on. And so mm-hmm. I was able to go ahead and unlock my pet. That's the first thing I did. A little, I chose Lassie. Mm-hmm. I've already got it up to level three. And I've been pairing her with my royal champ a lot. It's kind of what I've been doing. So there's some things I haven't done. I haven't upgraded my factory yet. So there's a lot I haven't unlocked. I'm working on a builder hut, but I'm, I, I did it and I'm pretty excited. So obviously you've been out of the game, quote unquote, retired for a little bit. Mm-hmm. This was enough to kind of pull you back. If that's the case, what are your first impressions? And do you think it will keep you back for a while or, or what are your thoughts? I like it. I like the new content. I like the, I've been playing around with attacking because I, I want to, I want to use it. You know, you want, I want to use my new tools, my new goodies. Mm -hmm. So I've been attacking and I don't dislike it. And I'm kind of excited to see, we can talk about this later, but I'm really excited to see what the new base, like war bases are going to look at Mm -hmm. like with all of this new content. There's a lot of new stuff and it really might make those nerds who love to make bases. (laughs) (laughs) It really might, might make some really interesting new strategies. Yeah, very true. Well, I I think more so from the hero perspective, because these clash pets add a different perspective to attacking. And so base builders are going to have to look at that and think, okay, if Lassie, for example, is paired with the RC, or what if Lassie's paired with the queen or, you know, I I, I don't know all of the pairings that are best yet. I haven't gotten that much into the the strategy videos, but I know base builders are going to have a lot more to think about at Town Hall 14 for sure. Right. And I only have Lassie right now. And I paired her at first with my queen and it died immediately. It would, it would take out maybe two defenses and they would be just toast. So I did, I always delay my Royal champion when I am attacking. It's always one of the last things I'm going to deploy or in the middle. And so when Lassie goes with my Royal champ, it lasts, I, I noticed that it lasts longer, lasts, you know, maybe 45 seconds 
or right. even through to the end instead of with the queen where it just fizzles out almost immediately. So have you done a Town Hall 14 war attack yet? Not yet. I'm too scared. I still am only <laughs> warring with my 13. I really wanted to get used to it first. And then uh-huh. this last war, Lassie was down upgrading anyway, so I couldn't have used it. So Hizzle, did you push the button to go to Town Hall 14? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was uh, anxiously awaiting, similar to Xena, I was upset about the delay in the, mm-hmm. the launch, but uh, happy that it was here. So um, I actually I actually saw a funny meme that said a supercell was sitting up high in their tower saying, Oh yeah, you're gonna you're gonna refresh. Every time you refresh, we're gonna add a minute for you to have to wait until we actually put it out again. That's a fact. <laughs> I know that everybody was refreshing over and over and over again that morning. I'm not, I'm not even close to Town Hall 14, and I was doing that too. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hizzle, what are your first impressions? I'm really enjoying it. Also, similar to Xena, I had a lot of medals and stuff built up since I'd been a Max 13 for a while. Kind of went crazy. My queen is already at 80. Oh, and that's that's just from your hammers and stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, super impressive. It, it's a lot of fun. I was thinking that the Queen Walk variation attacks was going to be the, the most powerful right out the gate. And so that's why I prioritized her. Haven't had much luck with my Queen Walking, but uh, <laughs> I've been having fun doing the attacks and trying to approach the the new defenses and those builder bases or builder huts that are now a defense are really mm-hmm. tough. Yeah. Have you upgraded any of those at all? Yeah, I think I have three of them up, updated right now. And do you have any of your pets? I do. I have three. I have the first three right now, and I have to wait a day and a half for my League Shop medal to reset. They're a lot of fun. So the first one, obviously, is Lassie that gets unlocked. And being a total nerd again, I went and watched all the YouTube videos I could <laughs> to see what the pros were matching Lassie with. Mm-hmm. And three of the four that I watched matched it matched Lassie with RC. Okay. And Lexnos was the only one to put Lassie on uh, the BK. I was watching somebody and they said that's to clean out the trash or to help the, the king with funneling or what what was his reason for giving that, for pairing them together on, on that video? He didn't really mention why he chose the BK, but the other three had mentioned that Lassie can jump over the walls and okay. so can stick with the RC very well. So I'm thinking too, if you use Lassie with the BK, you could put the king down first and he could almost be a meat shield while the while Lassie jumps over the wall to destroy the defenses that are shooting at the king. So I guess I can see the logic behind doing something like that. Uh, it's yeah. It's still going to be a while before I get there, but it, it's definitely fun to look at and talk about. Did did any of you get the Supercell offers? I know that they had the six books of heroes plus six books of building for $100. They had the rune deal for 50 bucks. They had the books, the five or $10 book deal. And now they actually just came out with even more new deals. Did you, any of you guys decide to uh, bite the bullet and upgrade a little faster via Supercell? I did a four ninety nine one today. Very nice. Uh, it was like a book of everything. They got $5 uh, out of you. They got $5. And I usually pay for the gold pass just mm-hmm. because it's, that's for me, a, a really good investment on at least one of my accounts, especially growing one. So I used just two. So I paid 10 bucks <laughs> and got the gold pass and a book of everything. Very nice. Hizzle, did you buy anything? My girlfriend's in the other room. So I can't <laughs> and she won't listen to this podcast at all. Right. she'll probably give it a a gander um yeah i've I've spent some money Um, i didn't buy all of them yeah 
Uh, I saw Galadon's video where he wanted to be Max the very first day. So he spent 800 bucks just on walls. Oh, oh gosh. 800 so. bucks. I, I actually did the math. I Granted that this is not considering whether or not you have hammers. This is not considering whether you have potions or medals or anything like that. This is just, if you just wanted to gym up the entire Town Hall 14 to where you're a Town Hall 13 and you gym straight up to max, it would be 748,000 gems. That is equivalent to $5,342.86 in U.S. dollars. I, I, I don't Why know. Why aren't we all max then? I mean, that's <laughs> Trump. I mean, we're going to get sponsors really soon on this podcast. <laughs> this money's going to be easy for us. Super quick. So big question is, Meg, did you buy anything with this update? I bought the new scenery. You bought what? The new jungle scenery. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the background? Yes. Yeah, what was that? That was uh, was that five bucks? Uh, yeah, $6.99. $6.99. I got gold and some elixir with it. Big spender. She's draining my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you guys think about the theme? It kind of had a um, Aztecian feel to it. it, had the green and the purple colors. Did you guys like that? Uh, Zena, what'd you think of it? Uh, the, the Welcome to the Jungle. Yes. <laughs> the song's going off in my head just as you yeah. said that. <laughs> we need some background music. Um, you know, I skins are not that fascinating to me. Uh-huh. I think I did one scenery a year ago of like a lot some logs. Like I have a forest as my background and I've kept it the same. I, I don't even remember what the others look like. I'm boring. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't have any scenery. I don't have any background. So I obviously I'm more boring than you. You just have the default. I do. (laughs) I've been playing for, I mean, I took it, took, I took a two or three year break, but I've been playing since 2014 and I've never had a background. I considered buying this one, but I figured if I'm going to spend $7, I'm going to buy one of the books or potion packs or something like that. So I did, I bought the $5 pack and I think the $3 pack. Nice. Uh, and then, of course, I do the gold pass every month. So Supercell does get a little money out of me, which is okay. Hazel, have you bought any of the backgrounds or scenery? I have on one of my accounts. Um, <laughs> I bought every single one. Nice. Do you, <laughs> how often do you switch them? Uh, I don't. I just keep it at the newest one until they release a new one. And then oh, I'll sucker again and, and buy it. So nice. I do have the, the Aztec um, scenery and all the other ones. But I primarily only do all that on my main. Like I'm not getting crazy and doing it on all of my accounts. As we hear that some players do, for sure. Yeah. But the the argument that I've heard is if if they're if they're not going to spend money on Clash, they're going to spend it on something else. You know, a new toy or or something like that. So I'm I kind of get that. And and Supercell does make a great game. So why not give them a little love? Send them a little cash. I don't I don't think it's a bad thing for sure. Were you guys disappointed at all in the fact? that the town hall weapon was the exact same minus minus the poison spell but was essentially the exact same weapon as it was at town hall 13 hizzle it doesn't bother me i appreciate the the adjustment to the poison rather than the freeze and i i don't have any problems with it yeah. i'm fine with it Zena, did you did you have any thoughts were you expecting a different weapon i didn't know what to expect but i don't hate it i don't think it's particularly inventive or creative to for Supercell to basically give us poison. You know, it's such a common feature in the game already, but that being said, it, it doesn't hurt the game at all. So I'm, I I don't really love or hate it. 
it doesn't bother me though. It's just kind of there. It's just kind of there. And it, again, mine's not upgraded yet. So I, I haven't seen it in action. I didn't realize that. So the poison spell only comes out at Town Hall 14 level five. Is that correct? It, it does come out as soon as you're 14, as far as I know. Okay, but it just gets stronger as you level up then. Correct. And more slowing and, and more attack rate decrease. Okay, interesting. I'm really curious if Supercell is going to expand on this theme. I'm not sure if you noticed, but there are green waterfalls and green liquid going everywhere across the base. I was watching a One Hive Eric video, and he actually called the waterfall on the eagle a poison waterfall. And I'm not sure if you noticed it all, but the there is liquid running through the walls, like a green liquid. And I think it would be interesting if Supercell decided to implement poison walls so that when they're destroyed, some of that poison kind of, I don't know, maybe eked out of the walls or poisoned any troops that, that passed through that wall break or I don't know. I, do you think that that would be something that would be a cool addition to the game? Have you ever thought about anything like that, Zena? Like hazmat walls? Hazmat walls? Yeah, something yeah. like that. The green gooey poison. I think that would be really inventive. I also think maybe the idea of a wall that's electrified, like an electrified fence mm -hmm. would be interesting. Why not? We, we spend so much time upgrading our walls. Mm -hmm. Do we not? For, and then they'll have multiple wall levels for the same town hall. And so you, can, you have to work on walls like nobody's business. And, and they're very important defensively. So why, why not? spruce them up and make them more interesting and and have have poison or, or electricity <laughs> running through them make them super cool in game mm -hmm. yeah definitely his already brought up the defensivized uh builder huts one of the cool effects is that they repair nearby buildings i'm curious how this is going to affect the most op attack in the game right now which is uses zap quake so that's either Zap Quake uh, paired with dragons or that Zap Quake paired with witches. His life, I forget, what what troop armies do you typically use whenever you go into war? I was using uh, Zap Quake a lot, and I haven't been using it since 14, specifically for this reason, because I don't think it's going to be as powerful anymore. It'll still take out the walls, but any of the stuff that you damage but not kill, if there's a builder hut next to it, it's going to completely reheal it back up to 100 so, so I, I haven't tried it i know that this is going to affect timing it, it's super interesting to me that they decided to do something like this because uh, unless you can destroy the builder hut in the zap quake uh, initial zap quake it's gonna you're gonna have to do it quick so you're gonna have to put down for instance if it's five five zaps for an inferno and one quake you're gonna have to throw those five zaps down quickly move over to your quake and throw that down quickly as well which also leaves a lot of room for mistakes if you're going to decide to use the Zap Quake strategy. That's definitely something to consider. Zena, did you do any Zap Quake in your attack? I did. If if somebody told me exactly what to Zap and Quake. Right. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> it, it, I would always uh, ask Kizzle, you know, how how many quakes, how many zaps do I need here? Mm -hmm. Where should I put it? Can I can I reach this area? I don't use it a lot now because I'm still using hybrid. Um, Old habits die hard. I'll tell you what. Tell us what I you're was... good at. <laughs> you might as well use what you're good at, right? I've, I've been using that. If if there's multi-infernos on any base, I'm going to flag that sucker and I'm going to hybrid <laughs> hybrid it. It'll be interesting to see how the huts change the game. I also think that the pets are going to make a, a big difference. Mm -hmm. So I know that one of the attacks that had been used a lot at Town Hall 13 was uh, using Quake's paired with the log launcher with these defensive builder huts, especially if they're placed right, 
the log launchers is going to be much less effective just because, uh, for instance, if you have a couple builder huts surrounding a town hall, by the time that the log launcher gets there, the town hall is going to be completely repaired again. It, it's definitely going to change the meta, and it's going to be interesting to watch the YouTubers as they deal with these issues. Um, and obviously, you guys are going to be a little more into it than I am since you're already at Town Hall 14. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I, I know that, Hizzle, you said that you were going to start doing queen walks. Are there any other strategies that you're looking at that might pair better with the current meta at Town Hall 14? I've been trying Pekka Smash okay. uh, quite a bit. Some people call it the, like the Asian Smash, but it's just a couple Pekkas and some Super Wizards. It's been doing okay as long as I have enough time to plan it out. So I've been using it more in War versus Legend League, mm-hmm. but... Um, that, that one's really interesting to me. I know one of the struggles that Supercell was having was whether or not they were going to add any buildings to the map because the map, especially at Town Hall 13, is so crowded as it is that if they have to add sure. more buildings, then they're just not going to have enough room on the actual map. Darian did an interview with Judo Sloth it's been over a month ago now, I think, but he said that their goal is to not expand the map at all. They have in the past, but they're not wanting to do that in the future. And so one of the cool things about this weaponized builder's hut is that it does add a new defense to the game. It adds a really cool feature to the game, but also at the same time, it's utilizing buildings that are already on the map. So they're not having to put in a new building. To my knowledge, the only new building that was added was actually the the pet what do you call it? The dog house, <laughs> pet house, pet, house. You, yep. pet house. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that they're going to, I don't know that they have the incentive to add any more buildings or defenses to the game at this point. In fact, I was watching a lady B video and she was talking about the town hall 14 and the poison spell. And I noticed something kind of inadvertently whenever she was showing the Royal champion attacking the town hall after the Royal champion reached her ability, she threw her shield. And whenever the shield left her hands, it first went to the CC, the clan castle. And it's my understanding Mm -hmm. that the RC shield only hits defenses. So granted, I, I understand that there's a possibility that she was on a dev build and there's a possibility that there were no other defenses on that on that map. I, she didn't expand out, so I couldn't see mm. what else was on the map. But they've already defensivized the builder huts, so that made me question: Are they they already in the works of defensivizing the clan castle? Are they going to put uh, some type of mega Tesla on top of it? or make it an Inferno clan castle. I don't know. Have you thought about anything like that, Zena? I think the, the idea of, you know, that it has more than a hundred buildings, right? And so how much more can you add to the map? And I, I like that idea that they're taking existing buildings and just refurbishing them, which is a great idea. That helps it not be so busy because you can lose your mind trying to think of all of the, that's going on right now. So if, if the buildings are holding steady in their number, they're just doing different things. I think that's a that's a good workaround for the issue that they have with spacing. Yeah. Have you ever thought about that, Hazel? I haven't, but I am really happy to hear that they don't plan on making the map bigger. And that kind of lends to your point, Tip, that they're probably going to just start weaponizing the existing stuff in different ways, whether it be poison from the eagle or mm-hmm. you know, adding other stuff on top without actually adding new buildings. I don't know how long they can keep 
doing that until they i don't know that they want to defensivize all the buildings <laughs> but yeah. I, I think it's an option it's at least a short-term fix to the more than 100 bid buildings on the map issue that they're having and i know right now evidently there are exactly 100 buildings at town hall 13 is that correct hizzle mm, i'm not sure i'm not 100 sure i think I, so I think so, because I think one building is 1%, if I remember right. One of the questions was, okay, if we have 101 buildings now, just like 101 Dalmatians, what are we going to do with that one extra percent on that base? I mean, how, if someone goes in and destroys 87 buildings, is that going to be 87% destruction? Are they going to round up? Are they going to round down? How are they going to weight the different buildings as far as percentage goes? And some of these high-level attacks come down to 0.1%. So however Supercell decides to do it is obviously going to be super important. I don't know, Zena, if you had any thoughts on that? You know, my thought is to infantry, inf infantry, <laughs> give me the word, infiltrate <laughs> Supercell. I want to sit down and spy on one of their meetings so I can hear what these issues are to them and how they plan to solve them. Hizzle, what do you think about that? I will take a less criminal uh, approach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to infiltrate anybody, but... Uh, um, you know, one thing off the top of my mind is maybe percentages or a decimal place. Okay. Uh, For buildings, you mean? Like, you know, if you're at 99%, they might add 99.2, 99.3, whatever, you know, it might be just to, to give another level of accuracy. Right. They would be working with, with fractions of a percent at that point because they'd have no other choice. Yeah, that, that yep. just makes it interesting. Like, what are they going to do? I remember before they added the percentages to the game, it was really free. And you guys were there back then is you would have, for instance, all Town Hall 10 wars and you would see two stars all up and down the map within these all Town Hall 10 clans back in the day. And there, there, there was no percentage and every single match ended up in a tie. And even at the even at the the mixed clan breakdowns where you had town hall tens and town hall nines, typically you would clear the nines and three star all of those. But then none of the town hall tens were three starred, and so it was it was basically a tie every single match. So when they added the percentage, it was a huge bonus. It was a huge benefit to the game because then it actually mattered how you hit a base whether or not you went for stars versus percentage. Um, it made wars a lot more interesting. And especially now with esports, it's super interesting to watch a match where it comes down to the last attack. And maybe the attacker needs, you know, a 92% two star versus having to get that three star. And you're watching and you're counting off every single building that goes down as you're watching this on Twitch or wherever on YouTube or wherever you're watching. And it definitely makes it a lot more interesting. I'm just curious what they're going to do as far as percentage goes since they have more than 100 buildings now. So it's something to think about. I was just going to say that, you know, that's one of the reasons why the builder hut weaponization is so important. I think, you know, we're not going to time fail on a, a builder hut anymore. It's <laughs> that's true. Either you, you get it down or they kill you. Do you think there's going to be a building that replaces the corner builder hut? <laughs> <laughs> the corner, the, the corner gold mine, maybe. Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably the resources. Probably. All right. So next on our list, we have Hero Pets. Uh, Hizzle, I know you've done a lot with the pets so far. Can you kind of give us an idea of what the new pets are and kind of break down their abilities for us? So the first one that's unlocked is Lassie. And Lassie can jump over walls, uh, does single target damage, and only targets ground troops. Different strategies can use Lassie in a different way, but 
some common options are either with the BK or with the RC so that it can keep up with jumping over the wall. The next one is the Electric Owl. And this is a kind of like a E-Wiz if you're familiar with Clash Royale mm -hmm. where it does some shock damage. It still only does single target, but it can hit ground and air. Most of the time I've seen it is with the Grand Warden even though I haven't been seeing a lot of productivity out of the Owl. Do you think it might pair with the uh, Archer Queen as well? Or, I mean, I'm just thinking out loud. Yeah, I mean, I think all of these are going to be interchangeable in most cases, depending mm -hmm. on what you're trying to accomplish. And so, like, specifically with this third one here, the, the Yak, it is basically a walking wall breaker that okay. has a boatload of hit points that's mm -hmm. 4,000 hit points at level one what does that compare to as far as troops i and i i know i'm just throwing this at you so i apologize 4,000 hit points is, is that equal to what a max level giant or maybe twice a, the hit points of a max level giant twice the hit points of it so but not quite as much maybe is it as much as an ice golem i'm trying to um, think what the hit points are on an ice golem ice golem at level five, I don't have the new level unlocked yet. It's 3,400. Okay, so it's more than an ice golem then. Yep. That, that's so actually it, good to know. Very tanky uh, mm -hmm. for the yak. And so some of the examples, you know, if you're doing a queen charge and have a walking tank wall breaker in front, that could be really beneficial. Mm -hmm. I've also seen a lot of examples of pairing it with the BK, where, you know, you, your intention is to have the BK just kind of swoop around the outside clean up trash you know you can have an extra tank out in front of him mm -hmm. he's the, not going to be in a lot of damage does the yak target defenses any ground troop and then the last one that i have to wait till tomorrow to unlock is the <laughs> unicorn and this is a personal healer the unicorn follows and heals the hero it is paired with i believe it does more healing per second than one normal healer so i've seen stats that say it's equal to about two when it's placed on a hero, like when healers are placed on a hero, hero, that if, for instance, if you normally take five healers for a queen walk, you can now take three healers plus your unicorn to do that queen walk. I mean, I, I haven't seen a ton of info on this, but I know that a lot of the YouTubers are playing around with it. Have you played around? Oh, I guess you haven't yet because you don't have it. But have you seen any nope, YouTube videos that have suggested that at all? I've seen different unicorn pairings with the queen for that walk. I don't know if it's exactly double, but I believe I remember reading something that the reduction in healing on heroes was lessened. So right. now the regular healers actually heal the heroes slightly more. Okay. And so I'm showing that the current max healer with the new level seven unlock heals the heroes 62 per second and then the unicorn that i've yet to unlock does a 50. okay it, but that's at level one too so if you if you Correct. leveled it all the way up what does it what does it say that it heals at it looks like it's about 25 percent more than 50. whenever i first heard of this pet idea honestly it kind of sound gimmicky to me i don't know xena did you have any thoughts initially whenever you heard of hero pets I did. I thought it might be a little juvenile. Of course, you're playing a game that's age 10 and up. So not that <laughs> any of us are juvenile. <laughs> not at all. But, uh, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> but what's, I only have Lassie so far, but in action, it's a, it's a tool. Right. It's very useful. It makes sense. It's strategic. I like that you don't have to click again to release the pet. 
Mm-hmm. So it goes, you know, you release your hero and the pet goes with it. And um, I like that. You don't really have to think harder to deploy it. I, I, I think it's in good taste and I can't wait to get the unicorn. So, so <laughs> which, which, uh, which pet would have been your favorite, May? Yeah, the unicorn, definitely. That was the first one I saw. Yeah, you're going to get to Town Hall 14 as quickly as possible? Yeah, you told me it was going to be like two years, though. <laughs> <laughs> it probably will. Uh, they, so Supercell says that they have a three-year time as when they want someone to be able to start the game and max out. So if you started, when did you start? Three months ago? Yeah, that sounds about right. So that means you got about two years and nine months to go before you can get your lassie. No, the unicorn. Oh, the unicorn. Lassie. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I was curious why they didn't, why they used a pet theme and why they didn't use maybe like a battle sidekick theme. So they could have had something like a trebuchet or a catapult or a battering ram or a ballista. I mean, to me, Clash of Clans is set in the Middle Ages, like that's kind of the time period. Granted, they have stuff that's, I kind of think of them like Lord of the Rings, like that type of thing, or Game of Thrones. And so for them to just kind of throw in a unicorn or to throw in a yak, to me was a little odd. So I like the idea. I just, I'm not necessarily sure if I'm crazy about the implementation of the idea. Something else that I considered, and Hizzle, you'll probably find this interesting actually, is whenever you click on the unicorn, it says that it, it can heal ground and air. I, I know a mistake that we all made whenever we were lower town hall level when we first got our healers is trying to heal our, our balloons with our healers. I don't know if you are our dragons with our healers. I don't know if you guys ever made that mistake, but I definitely did. Released a dragon. 100%. <laughs> Released a dragon army and put my healers thinking, oh, this is going to be great. My healers are going to heal my dragons all through the attack to find out that the healers just kind of sit there. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I've then- done a few, more than a few uh, air warden walks. <laughs> True. (laughs) Well, so this says that the unicorn heals ground and air. And we also know that the pets target heroes. The only air hero that we have, as you just stated, Hizzle, is the Grand Warden on air. But typically, whenever you're doing a Warden walk or whenever you're doing uh, an attack style where you would heal the Warden on air, the Warden doesn't need healing. So, for example, if if you're going into a Lalo attack, uh, or you're going into a dragon attack, an air-based attack, the warden is behind the troops. He's a support troop. He's not something that you really need healing on. In fact, in that style of attack, you would need the healing on the queen or, or the, the barb king as they take out key defenses or key just structures on the base. So that made me think if the unicorn heals ground and air, that there may be a possibility that this is a setup for supercell to bring in an air-based hero. Have you guys ever thought about the possibilities of an air-based hero understanding that we do have the Grand Warden on air, but we don't necessarily have a hero that only targets, that 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 is completely air? Hizzle, have you ever thought about that? I had not until I, I read your notes and my mind started uh, spinning. And I was like, that sounds like a really cool idea. Doing a little bit more digging. I think that the current intention is that it's a healer for your healers after the hero dies oh that's interesting i didn't even think about that so i was reading the description of the unicorn and it says the last part is they'll heal up any minor or major scrapes as well as any healer so okay i think the 
current thought process is not to discount your your idea because I definitely think they could go down that route in the future, but I think it's a backup heel to your healer. Zena, have you ever thought about anything like that? Possibly an air-based hero? I think it would be fun to have an event where you can earn wings mm. and you can put them on the hero of your choice. That would be cool. Yeah. So you, you earn your wings somehow and, or through an upgrade and you can put them on your queen, you can put them on your king on your RC. <laughs> that would be super cool. Yeah. <laughs> Let you them like fly around. Yeah. That would be awesome. And yep. I, honestly, with, with the whole pets idea that, that video came out on April 1st. So I totally thought that they were just fooling us again, but I, I could totally see Supercell doing something like that. And you know, if they do decide to do it, it's probably because they heard you say it. Most well, they're gonna owe me royalties, so <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna say right now that's my idea. <laughs> so it's there a were very cool idea. It is a very cool <laughs> idea. Yeah, there were a few other updates to the game. There were some balance changes. Uh, Super Giant, Super Minions, and Inferno Drags were a little OP. Super Giants typically paired with um, witches. Uh, the mass Inferno baby dragon attacks paired with skeleton spells were just taking over the meta. I think Supercell saw that, and so they decided to nerf those two those two attacks specifically. Have uh, Hizzle, have you used any of those attacks? I haven't. Uh, the only thing that I changed after that balance change was stopped using super minions in my, my defensive CCs. Have you seen that more often in wars? Like, you, you, are you seeing less super minions in war cc's not as of yet i still see it all the time in legend league war cc's i've only had one war since then it seems like a lot of people are still using super minions they're still a powerful troop uh, i always struggle with them with my queen charges or my queen walk so if i'm going into a base and if i come within range of the cc and out comes the typical headhunter super minion combination it's all about timing and it, it's tough to get the timing down placing your poison down placing your freeze down on the super minions, raging up your queen if she needs to be raged. I think this is to, to make the game experience more positive for players who are having their queen die through her ability to super minions. So I, I think it's a positive change, but I guess we'll just have to see how it plays out. Another change that occurred is CC donations, uh, offensive and defensive, are going to be limited to two town hall levels above you which is interesting. I know at the lower town halls, and especially as Meg was coming up, she was doing some of her war attacks and maybe a, an Inferno Dragon would come out of the CC. And I know that was frustrating, right? Yeah, very much so. Yeah. I couldn't do anything to fight against it or to kill it at my town hall eight. Especially if you have level two archers or level three archers trying to defend against an Inferno Dragon or, you know, a Max Dragon. You have a Max Town Hall 13, Town Hall 14 Dragon come out of that TC. Like that can be almost impossible to deal with. So I, I like the change, limiting the troop levels to just two above your Town Hall. I think it kind of balances the game. I know that you guys are higher in Town Hall level. So it's not going to affect you as much, but Zena, do you have any thoughts on this CC change? I think exactly the way that Meg was saying, if you're new to the game and something strange comes out of the, the, the coin castle, you have no defense against it. I think this is a great idea. It's a great move by Supercell to not make the lower town halls completely obsolete. If they can't be competitive, they're not going to play. So you mm -hmm. do kind of have to protect those growing 
players who are going to earn supercell money for years to come. Mm-hmm. So making it so they're protected and can actually be competitive in a war. I think that was a good move. So another change that happened is evidently Supercell's been messing with the Queen AI. And Hizzle, you had mentioned earlier trying to do Queen walks with a level 80 Queen. Evidently now the Queen will go into sneaky walls or the walls that are open. For anybody who doesn't war at a higher level, Queen walks are a huge thing. And in order to try to confuse the Queen and to prevent her from going into the base, you actually leave one wall piece open on your wall corners. And the queen will typically walk right by that corner, will not enter that corner, no no matter how tempting it is for her to go in. And evidently now the queen AI is for her to actually go into those wall corners. Hizzle, have you seen that at all in your war attacks? I have. Um, I've also seen it on, you know, YouTube videos Mm -hmm. where, it was really just a kind of an exploitation of the people that are base builders, which I myself am not. I've mm-hmm. just witnessed somebody realize that you could leave that corner piece open and it would really mess with everything. And now Supercells fixed that. And so I think it's going to come back to the base builders to find what works again now. It, it has been fixed then. The, the attacks that you've seen show the queen going into that space now. Yeah, absolutely. You still have to funnel just like always, but... Right it's a lot more likely that she's going to sneak through that wall. I know that another feature that Supercell just offered is the starter pass for Town Halls 2 to 6. It's basically just a mini version of the gold pass. I kind of saw this as Supercell preparing us to pay the $5 a month, as we we have all (laughs) said that we already do. But I guess the big question is how many of you will be starting new attacks due to this starter pass? Are you going to add any more town halls to those five, Hizzle? I won't be. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to stick with the five for, for now. But I like your thought. They're just trying to condition younger or lower town halls to get used to paying the five bucks. Mm. What, what about you, Zena? Are you going to start any, any new town hall accounts? I have Carol Baskin. Mm-hmm. I have Starfire. I have Black Widow. I have three <laughs> Zenas and Skipper. So the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> Meg, are you going to start any more new accounts? It sounds tempting, but I'm going to just focus on my eight and working that one up. Yeah, good yeah. for you. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything in the update that you guys wish was there that they did not introduce? I have one. Sure. It's a dream. I have dreams about this one. Okay. Uh-huh. How, who hates the time fail? You see that in the world championships Uh and and it's one of the most exciting things that happens. And you're you're just like devastated if somebody time fails. Mm -hmm. I always thought they should do like a time machine option or like where you can get extra time, like maybe a spell or something where you can buy yourself five seconds, eight seconds, something like that. I don't know, probably won't work, but I always thought it would be fun, like an anti-time fail spell. Or like mm-hmm. a mulligan where you could go back and switch something you had messed up. I don't know if that makes any sense at all, but that that is, is like a dream I've always had is something to nix the time fail. Meg, what were your thoughts on that? Oh, I said I think that's a good idea that they make they could utilize the clock tower from the builder base or something. Yeah, to, could work. I, I would think that if they implemented some type of time spell, that they it, there would have to be a trade off. For example, if you could add five seconds to the three minutes that they currently give you, or you could add, you know, 10 seconds or 15 seconds, then you're going to have to give up. I guess you're, you're obviously giving up a current spell slot because you're using that spell slot for extra time. You, you would either have to trade spell slots or you would have to trade 
troop space. Um, I guess it could be like the clone spell, which is actually three spell space. In order to add five seconds, you're going to have to give up three spell space. Do you think that would be worth it? I want a time machine, and I think the developers <laughs> need to they, figure that out. For they me. need to. They need to do it now for Xena. Now, do it. <laughs> so, did, did no you, excuses. <laughs> did, did you play whenever the time actually went up to three minutes and thirty seconds? Well, if I've played since the inception, I would you know, any any variation of what they've changed over the years. I've 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 either forgotten about, <laughs> played, very and then true. forgotten about. So I, it didn't last very long. Evidently, people were just doing mega long queen walks and taking out half the base and then doing their attack it it was too easy for especially for a lot of the lower town hall, hall levels so i know supercell didn't keep it around rumor mill is that pekkas are the next super troop I, I know that i've talked about some ideas about what that pekka might look like but uh, i was listening to a podcast called clashing in traffic there's a player named catfish and he suggested that within the code of clash of clans there are guys who are even more nerdy than I am who have taken a look at that code. And within the code, there is the term jungle hog. And with that jungle hog is the possibility of a new super troop. My thoughts on the jungle hog, if this is a legit rumor, is I had conjectured about what what the super hog would look like because i think a super hog would be very cool within the game and we know that supercell is coming out with new super troops but my idea for a super hog or a jungle hog would be think predator or like a rambo hog and whenever you release that hog on the map for the first five seconds that hog will be invisible you could pair this hog with regular hogs so whenever you released it, maybe let's say that it takes three super hogs to take down a point defense. You could release those three hogs in that point defense. They would not be targeted and you could take out a swath of point defenses and then have your super hogs join up with your regular hogs uh, on the rest of the map. But it could be really beneficial in taking down certain defenses and also in funneling. So if you want, if you want, your uh, hogs or even in, in Xena's case your hogs and your miners to go in a specific spot and you want to take out an outer line defense having a hog that would be invisible for five seconds I think would be a pretty cool feature what do you think about that Xena? I think that's a great idea I think the fact that they're calling it a jungle hog means that it's going to coincide with the new welcome to the jungle theme mm -hmm. so it's going to be coming out here soon for me if it if a jungle hog can take care of some of that scattershot issue, which is what I face a lot, if I'm very doing, true. I have to really think about the scattershot. It would be very interesting to see if that was maybe a stronger defense or, or something that could allow me to continue to use my hogs because I'm not changing strategies. Right. So, which is we okay. Will see that, <laughs> that we will see. Well, so I know that around the scattershot that have that area where, I don't know what they call it, the dead space around right. the scattershot. So if you can get your hog in there and prevent him from being uh, targeted by other defenses, that that may be a perfect troop to take care of scattershots that are tearing up right. your troops. A jungle hog might be like a, a suit, like you said, a predator. Maybe it's invisible. It can go in there and kill a scattershot and then you can release your other hogs. Who knows? That, yeah, that would be awesome. Hizzle, what do you think about that? I'm on board. Sign me up. Do you Let's do, do you use, an invisible? Do you, do you use hogs at all in your attacks? Uh, occasionally, I do hybrid sometimes. Okay. Yeah, so I definitely think that that would be cool. 
one of the last things I wanted to talk about was I'm curious how this will affect league play. Uh, I know that most leagues uh, have taken a break right now to allow their um, member clans to upgrade to Town Hall 14 to kind of get a feel on the meta. I don't, I don't know if either of you do any league play. I know there's some guys in, in the clan that do some league play, uh, but how do you guys think having Town Hall 14 introduced will actually affect players who are trying to play at a higher level? So I think that this is the one aspect of the pay-to-win that, that I experience in Clash of Clans. Mm-hmm. You know, it's definitely a huge advantage to be able to beat up on a Town Hall 13 that's not maxed. Mm-hmm. or Town Hall 14 that's not maxed. The leagues that I'm participating in are also taking a break, but I, I think in general, you know, once a little bit more time has passed, it's going to even back out in terms of most people that want to be in the competitive scene can be competitive. I know one of the complaints was that the worlds are coming down here very soon. And evidently when they introduced Town Hall 13, they waited until after worlds was finished to introduce Town Hall 13. But this time around, they've introduced it beforehand, meaning if you're one of those final clans that are going to be competing for Worlds, the only way for you to effectively be competitive against the clans that you're going up against is to gym up your base. I mean, we've seen how long some of these buildings, defenses, troops take. For example, pets alone take over 200 days to upgrade all of the pets. And so with Worlds just around the corner, it seems like a lot of these players are having to place down a lot of cash in order to get their base at that max level, just so that they have the opportunity to be competitive at that level. I think that the line that Supercell has to toe is they've been free to play for all this time. And we have basically willingly given them our money, whether that be the gold pass, whether that be potions, whether that be buying gym packs. And we felt not necessarily great about doing that when we don't want to have to spend money on it, but we felt good about it. We felt like they've made a game. We felt like they've not tried to take advantage of, of us up to this point. Zena, what do you think about that line that Supercell has to tow in order for them not to appear to be a pay to win clan or uh, I'm sorry, a pay to win game versus a free to play game. I think the way that Supercell does it now is perfectly balanced sadly it's free to play they get you hooked so you you know you can play a good month or you really have to think about paying for the game and that's that's the way these games work you know you hook you get them to play you get the person to really enjoy the game and then and then you ask them for some money i don't (laughs) very true yeah that's a bit that's their business model and it's their plan and it works well and i don't think that they've ever really it's not too difficult i mean here we are I have seven accounts and I am <laughs> a couple of them are max. So, mm-hmm. well, max when, when 14 wasn't out, it's affordable to play the game. Uh, so I think they've done a pretty good balance. Yeah. What do you think, Hizzle? I agree. Um, exactly what Zeno was saying. Uh, hook them in and then ask for money later. Yeah, very true. Well, let's go ahead and do shout outs. I've really enjoyed talking with you guys about Town Hall 14. It's been a lot of fun. But is there anybody you want to say hey to or you want to shout out, Hizzle? My shout out actually goes to you and Zena. Um, clashing <laughs> with both of you has been amazing. I've always had great experiences and, and hope that they can continue. Yeah, thank you. Zena? My shout out is also to you both. A tip uh, for you. You're not letting me retire. I keep trying no, to retire. No, <laughs> like, not Zena. allowed. Brush the dust off. <laughs> Go upgrade your town hall. Yes. Well, so, it, I, thank one you for of, that. 
One of the things that I love about this game is the friendships that you develop. And I've met so many great people in this game. And and me as a nerd, sometimes in real life, it's harder for me to make friends. Meeting people in game, it's easier for me to develop relationships, to talk with people, to have friends. And so that's one reason why I really appreciate my gaming friends is because I, I, it's different than in real life. So thank you. I appreciate that. And Hizzle, always nice to run into you. I'm so glad that we got to connect. Yeah. And I think it should be said that we, you and I did not plan to shout each other out <laughs> on this one. <laughs> that was not pre-planned. Meg, do you have any shout outs? Uh, yeah, shout out um, Kent Greenhouse, my clan that I currently clash with and definitely enjoy it. So I wanted to shout out a couple friends that I have. Kat is the leader of Redthorn. She does an amazing job and I really appreciate the dedication that she places into the clan that I'm in now. Really appreciate that. Also, Peter has given me a million ideas. He's a fellow nerd. I love his ideas and I hope that they continue coming because it gives me things to think about and it gives me content, stuff that I want to talk about and I'm excited to talk about. So thank you both. I, I really appreciate it.